Are you totally different when it comes to sex and copulation? Have you judged yourself out of receiving pleasure? Have you judged yourself into receiving pleasure in certain ways and excluded other ways? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How has your sex life or lack of it affected other areas of your life? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, pleasure diva and body whisperer, Milica Yelenich. Well, hello, sweet pleasure seekers. Do you know where you are? Do you know where you just found yourself? Okay, look around, have a seat. Feet on the ground, check it out, look around. Guess what? You are on the pleasure zone. You are. You're here. You're in this planet. Did you notice that? And this planet is a place where we can experience many things, including pleasure. So why don't we just choose it that way? Like, why don't we just choose this planet as the pleasure zone rather than the pain, suffering, disconnection zone? Let's choose it as the pleasure zone. It's connect and enjoy, fun. Um, and you know what? Those other things do exist, and we also have choice in how we um, how we approach the world, right? It's so fun. So, what um, you know? What kind of ways in the world have you experienced pleasure that are maybe different than other people? Not something that I look at on all of uh, the episodes. Really, is like. What are the different ways that people experience pleasure on this planet? And after 226 episodes, and this is 227, um, I start to become really aware that there are infinite ways that we can experience pleasure. And today's topic, believe it or not, I've never talked about. And it still to this day blows me away when I can find a topic that I have yet to talk about. And Today I was actually inspired by a show that it's, it's a really fast, easy watch on Netflix. The episodes are about 15 to 20 minutes each. It's called Bonding, and it is hilarious, awesome, and educational all in one on Netflix. Not necessarily meant to be educational. It's, it's actually just meant to be um, like a comedy, and it's about a, a woman who's going through uh, university, and she's a uh, She's into bondage, and so she walks through life as a dominatrix. And she hires her high school playmate boyfriend, who's also uh, happens to identify as gay, as her assistant, who also becomes a, um, a dom. And it's all about the wily, weird, and wonderful things that they uh, are involved in. And the show is hilarious, just if I could, you know, make money off of recommending Netflix, I'd be a gazillionaire. Love the shows on Netflix, and particularly this one is just so lighthearted and hilarious. Totally encourage you to go check it out, Bonding. Um, and so what I was watching on Bonding the other night was an episode where a fellow gets turned on by penguins. And so he uh, actually has the dominatrix usually dress up in a penguin outfit, and he gets really turned on by penguin waddles. So he has a penguin outfit, she has a penguin outfit. Well, on this particular day, 
uh, she doesn't show up, um, but the male dom shows up, and it turns into a completely different scene involving costumes. And I thought, oh, this is just so fun. This is such a fun approach, and and I love that they're just taking it to a whole other level that people don't even think about. You know, like how many people actually think about getting completely stimulated and turned on by a penguin's waddle, but truly if you're willing to receive from anything, you could get turned on from a penguin's waddle. I'll tell you that much. So pretty freaking hilarious. Other thing that really has me um, feeling pretty fun about this episode was that growing up in Canada, we had this amazing show called Mr. Dress Up. Now, for those of you who are anywhere between the ages of, like, 35 and 65, you've probably heard of Mr. Dressup, seen Mr. Dressup, maybe admired him, um, sought him out to be your best friend, sought him out to be your papa. I know I, as a kid, that was that made my day. There was nothing more exciting than watching Mr. Dressup dress up, and I would sit with uh, so I was like five years old, and I went to kindergarten in the afternoon at the time, and Mr. Dressup was on in the morning. He was on at 9 a.m. on CBC, and for some reason I always felt like I'd been up for half the day before Mr. Dressup came on, which is hilarious because now if I could choose to, I would just sleep till 12, you know, 12 o'clock in the afternoon and work till 4 a.m., but as a kid, I was apparently up for quite a while before um, Mr. Dressup came on, and my anticipation was always building. I would sit in my grandparents' living room. They had this, like, old-school TV that was built into this wood cabinet. It was, it was brilliant. It was huge. And I would sit on the opposite end of this living room. You can just imagine. I'm trying to give you guys the feel of this living room. It was, like, mustard-colored um carpeting, you know, green sofas. It was so 70s, 60s, 70s. It was awesome. And I sat there with this little bench that I had that was my crafting bench. And and I would watch Mr. Dressup, and I just so wanted to be like him. He had his tickle trunk, and every day he would put on a new costume, turn into a new character, and he would do crafts and art. And he was, like, to me, the best artist in the world. I to this day, when Mr. Dressup died, I cried. My mom actually called me to console me, which is hilarious because when my grandparents died, she was like, your grandma died, your grandpa died. When Mr. Dressup died, she's like, I just wanted to let you know that I heard Mr. Dressup died. If you need to talk, it was the cutest thing in the world because Mr. Dressup was like, I felt so close to him. And Yes, Mr. Dressup died a long time ago, <laughs> and I cried and cried and cried. His his wife had also died, and it was devastating for me. So when when um, that did happen, I, I know Mr. Dressup would travel around to universities, and everybody always wanted to know, even as adults, like, hey, tell me about your puppets. He had Casey and Finnegan, who were they were really great. Um, uh, what are they called? Uh, something in Judy puppets. They were, anyways, they were punch and they were like punch and Judy puppets, and so you had those. And um, when I was about in my early twenties, I was a nanny. And in Canada, we have CBC Toronto, uh, with CBC TV, and in Toronto, there's a place the production of the shows. And so when I was in my twenties, I took the kids that I was a nanny for down to see. Um, the set of the Mr. Dressup set. Uh, so it was on display in like a museum setting. 
it was like one of the most highlights of my life was seeing the tree from Mr. Dressup, seeing how they did the shows and the tickle trunk that just had me so freaking happy. And to this day, I have a bit of my own tickle trunk. So I don't have the fancy costumes like Mr. Dressup had, like the chicken outfit or um, anything like that. But I do love a great gypsy costume. I do love scarves. I do love things that are just super fun and playful. And I happen to have a collection of those. Now, there are people who are into completely other costumes. And we can go from extremes, from from literally like a costume of where you are just maybe dressing up, right? You're going out on a date and you're choosing to wear a costume that is different than your regular clothes. Maybe you're wearing something extra fancy, throwing on a hat. All of that is still considered a costume. It's what we're putting on to present ourselves to the world. So my question to you is, what costumes are you wearing that you didn't even know were costumes? Are there certain clothes that you put on and then your persona changes? Um, It's really fun. I watch my daughter do this all the time. She'll put on a dress and it might be like, fancy dress and her whole persona changes she all of a sudden becomes very proper she'll eat at the table she'll have manners she'll be you know it's like a different person shows up so every once in a while if um, she's having a funk day i'll just be like diva do you want to go put on your fancy dresses and she's like yeah i'm like go put on your high heels go put on your fancy dress and then the happy person comes out, the persona comes out, um, her body lights up to costumes and to fancy clothes, and she's had a tickle trunk since she was born. I would put her in tutus and costumes from pretty much the time that I could find ones that would fit her. Um, uh, silly little ones like being a bear to pumpkins, and she would wear her Halloween costumes all year round. And when you look at a kid wearing costumes, You know, when you really look at, like, how much joy it brings to them, I've yet to see a kid who doesn't light up at the thought of having a tickle trunk filled with costumes. Um, Again, when I was a nanny, the kids that I I worked with and worked for, they had an incredible array of costumes, like dinosaurs, knights, princesses. Oh, my God, it was so fun. It was, like, one of my most fun jobs ever, Um, along with the five million puppets they had. Honestly, uh, like I wish I had their playroom in my life. It was amazing. It was like something out of um, like a fantasy book. It was pretty much like me being Mary Poppins. I swear it was the freaking coolest ever. And then I would get to dress up because they also had costumes for adults. And that was really joyful and playful and fun too. So Costumes can be having an element of play and fun. It can just be something where it changes your persona. On my last episode, we talked about how to have more confidence in conversations with sex. And one of the things is that I didn't get to actually mention um, on the episode itself, but I did put it in in the um, article, was... um, you know, talking gibberish, acting out and doing something in a different way, which is essentially quite a lot. Uh, When we talk about language, it's kind of like wearing a costume in language. So gibberish, playing with gibberish language, can be pretty much the equivalent of wearing a costume. You're putting on a new persona and you're doing something with a different feel, a different look and a different energy. So how much could wearing costumes invite you to have more confidence So, like I was talking about my daughter walking around strutting in her fine clothes with her beautiful high heels, and 
um, when my niece comes to visit, she doesn't have high heels in her life, but now she didn't until recently, until I gave her a pair. They weren't part of her reality. But when she comes to visit, uh, the first thing she wants to do is stick on the high heels, and they, two of them strut around my house like crazy, you know, happy birds, and they're just strutting their stuff, wiggling their butts, dancing to music in their high heels, and they're like 12 and 11. And, you know, you watch that, and if we don't if we don't make it wrong, if we don't make it weird, if we're not like, you're too old for dress-up, or you're never too old for dress-up, my friends. You're never too old to have fun with the clothes that you put on your body. You're never too old to enjoy this embodiment with different things. And so for today's conversation, different things would be costumes. So what are some of the costumes you're wearing? What are some of the costumes you don't even realize you're wearing? So if you have to go to work every day and you have a uniform you wear, that is a costume. Now, you know, you might be a police officer in your regular job wearing that, but let me tell you, if you take that police officer outfit into the bedroom, I mean, as long as it doesn't have blood and all kinds of weird stuff on it, it, that can be pretty sexy. And I guess for some people, too, the blood on a police uniform could be, it's whatever works for you. So... You know, there are things that people are walking around in their everyday life wearing that if you don't, if you do wear them on a regular basis, they can still be um, a really sexy turn-on in the bedroom. And even if you don't wear them on a regular basis, um, you know, if it's like, for example, I'm not a police officer, but I bet you if I went and got a police officer costume, my husband might be like, wow, well, that's something a little different. Now, Apparently, he's going to live to 350, and I think I'm going to live to pretty old. So his point of view is we still got time for that stuff. We're not dying anytime soon. So he's like taking it turtle speed when it comes to um, the kink in the bedroom. But I'm sure it's coming eventually. He may be 90, and I'll be like 79, and I'll be walking around in the costumes Whatever, it's all good. As long as I get it at some point in this lifetime, I'm good with that. For a long time, I actually had an aversion to costumes, so I will talk a little bit about that later. But I had an aversion because I felt like the pressure from one of my partners to wear them was really high um, and very insistent. And I had decided and concluded this person was a pervert, and I was not interested in fulfilling their fantasies whatsoever. And in fact, I thought, if I just don't fulfill their fantasies, maybe they'll go away. A while it took ten years, but they did eventually leave. <laughs> so, um, yeah, whether you have an intrigue with costumes or an aversion to them, we're going to be delving into a lot more of that on today's episode. So, I just want to remind you that you're listening to the Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. 
You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melissa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelissaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone. Guess what? You found it. You're in the right place. So, for those of you who are just joining me now, our conversation today is about costume time. So, when you were little, did you love dressing up? Were you that kid who had underoos and stuck on your cape and ran around the house in your underoos and were like, I'm Superman, I'm Wonder Woman? Oh, underoos were so fantastic. Where are underoos now? I wonder if they still exist. Back underoos. Underoos for grown-ups. Mm, good times. So so just before break, I was talking a little bit about um, how we can add costumes to our lives just to change up the energy because when you do put on something different, just like wearing a um, you know your finest, your Sunday best, you tend to act a little different, right? I don't know if you've ever noticed that, but it's it's uh, interesting too. Even uh, it's fun for me to watch my husband put on a suit, which occurs in, like once every two years. And when he does, it's like, oh, who's this fellow who just showed up? Isn't he intriguing with his? So I was also mentioning a bit about uh, you know the costumes you wear to work. So some people, you know, have their um, the different things like uniforms that they have to wear to work nurse's outfit, um, police officer. and The nurse's outfits from the 1960s and 70s were quite sexy. They had the shorter skirts, they had the short sleeves, they had those um, low-cut dresses. Um, I think who wouldn't want to have uh, been in hospital those days, right? Pretty, uh, pretty foxy, I'd say. And there were also some some pretty um pretty amazing times for in history for men for example like gladiator times gladiator times i pronounced that incorrectly so gladiator times where you know guys would be 
walking around in, you know, no shirts, metal skirts, all of this gear. I'm like, I find that pretty sexy. So, like, watching something like 300 for me is pretty much like porn. Um, I don't really need people to be bare naked. I just like, I like things to be naughty and interesting. Um, Men in kilts, too. Like, watching Outlander is so freaking hot. I love Outlander. So, the things that um, that turn us on, you know, can be like this whole new look. So adding costumes to your fun playtime can add a whole other dimension of of sensualness, of exploration and play. So we can look at costumes from the very uh, most minute aspect of maybe um, putting makeup on is another form of a, wearing a costume. You have a new persona and a new face that you're wearing to the most extreme costumes where maybe you're wearing like a full-on bear suit uh, or maybe you're wearing a full-on gimp suit. I love bringing up the gimp suit. That's particularly for a friend of mine who I just like saying gimp suit for him uh, as much as possible because it makes him giggle. So it could be the gimp suit. Now, you can go to either extreme. Either of them are costumes, really. The makeup to the gimp suit are all costumes. And when you're doing this exploration of play with costumes, um, I really want you to look at, does it honor um, Does it honor each of you, right? So I kind of briefly uh, mentioned that I was with a partner who was really into costumes. Um, he was really into schoolgirl costumes, and I had an issue with that. I actually thought... You pervert, all you want are 16-year-old girls. You pervert, all you want is to be with somebody that's not me. Um, Couldn't even be present with me. So now if you are going to be with somebody and you are choosing costumes, I really would encourage you to first be in a position where you are being present with your lovers so that your lover doesn't feel like they're being pushed away in favor of this character. So... Uh, having costumes where they add to your life and your sex life and um, they add to the pleasure rather than creating um, chaos and confusion. So the costumes for me were a real deterrent and they really bothered me. Even though I had my own tickle trunk and just absolutely loved dress-up time, um, it was when it came to having sex, it turned into a different story. It became um, quite offensive to me that somebody would even say, just put on this schoolgirl kilt and this white shirt and um, I'm going to do you from behind and that's what I want. And I was like, great, where am, where am I even involved in this? The schoolgirl kilt isn't even me anymore. Although I did go to Catholic high school. Um, I did have that kilt. Um, so the schoolgirl thing, I was like, well, I'm not a schoolgirl. I'm like in my 30s or whatever. I was 30. Um, and there was a lot of other things that were going on that just really bothered me that I thought, how dare you, like, negate me in favor of these these um, different characters that you think are more important. Um, and, you know, if I could have worn, like, Japanese geisha clothes, that would have made him really happy, too. It was like, what I felt was, was like, anything that was not me was better than me. So if your partner has an aversion to costumes, there may be something going on there that you need to have a conversation about. And that's where my last episode on um, gaining confidence in conversations with sex can really come in handy. So look at that episode if you haven't already. It's from April 29th, 2019.
So you can start to have these conversations that are going to be more conducive to having a relationship that is kind, loving, caring, and explorative and curious and all these things that we're actually looking for about when you become aggressive about you need to put this on or you need to do that. Unless the other person's really into being dominated, it won't work for them. You need to know where is your lover at with this. Now, if your lover does like to be dominated, then you've already had that conversation. If you don't know where your lover's at with that, you absolutely require that conversation so that you know whether um, encouraging them to dress as something else or be something else will either have them enjoy you more or have them want to run away from you or even punch you in the face. It can be that extreme. I, I did on occasion just want to punch that guy in the face um, because I really felt like it had nothing to do with me. It was all about, um, you know, slipping slipping his penis into the vagina and that had nothing. I, I could have not even been there. It could have been a cow wearing a kilt. It didn't matter. Um, so for me... It all has to do with connection. So if you are wearing costumes and you can have that sense of connection with your partner, how much more magical and awesome can that be? I think it can be really uh, sweet and beautiful when you are with somebody who uh, both enjoys your body, loves being present with you, loves being present with your body, you love being present with them and their body, and then the costumes just add to it. Rather than using the costumes as a way to try and connect, you already have the connection, and the costumes are just an addition. So costumes are not really about, in my opinion, they're not really about creating the connection at all. Costumes are about creating a persona that can add more pleasure to um, to the you know, the play that you're having. So when you when you're feeling like you're disconnected, um, you know, don't think, oh, if I just dress up as Superman, this will make things better. Um, you know, by all means, if dressing up in a costume helps you feel better about yourself, then start with that, but you don't necessarily have to bring it into the bedroom right away. If it's, if you know, putting on your Batman costume um, has you feel like, oh, wow, I feel more confident when I'm Batman. Cool. And if you need to be that energy, there's ways that you can pull that energy into your life so that you're walking around with the energy of Batman all the time without having to have the costumes um, not available. So a bit of a different conversation. That's like working with the energetics of uh, switching your energies to be something else that's not doesn't mean that you're not being you. It just means that you're being a different aspect of you. The more confident you, the more playful you. Um, you know, there are so many aspects of you that maybe you haven't even explored yet. So having um, having more fun with that, for sure. So let's look at the costumes that are out there in the world, like I was saying, from the makeup to the gimp suits. And when you kind of look at all of the choices um, that are out there and you look at your partner, and you look at your sex life, um, you can kind of evaluate like which one which one is going to add to our sex life. Um, it's interesting. I'm not a person who wears a lot of makeup, which is funny, because I realized that my, my persona, the pleasure zone persona, um, you might perceive me as somebody who would walk around in like sexy outfits and wear uh, makeup and blah, 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 and glam it up. Mm. 
that would be me in a persona of my glam self. And once in a while I get into glam mode. Um, but I truly am like somebody who really enjoys being cozy, comfy, walking around in pajamas. And ironically, um, I was wearing like sort of pajama pants the other day, and my husband was like so freaking turned on by pajama pants. So like what I know about my partnership and my love life is that um, my husband actually really enjoys me. Um, and then there are, you know, my pajama my pajama life is apparently quite sexy. Who knew? And I actually had a friend, uh, he was my boss uh, for a while, who he said that to him the sexiest thing on a woman was white, big, fuzzy, fluffy socks. You know, like a woman sitting by a fire at a ski place wearing white, fluffy, fuzzy socks. To him was like the most erotic, yummy thing ever. And I was like, wow. He's like, yeah, no, you could wear lingerie all you like. You could wear this, doesn't matter. He's like, white, fluffy, fuzzy socks. Oh, my God. And, like, you could just see his whole body was just, like, so excited and turned on by the thought of the white, fluffy, fuzzy socks. So it's not always what you think, guys and gals. It's not always that – it's not always the – what, you know, you might term as sexy. Like, it doesn't always have to be lingerie. It doesn't always have to be makeup. Um in fact, um, I've worn makeup twice in the last two weeks, which has been outrageous in this house. Um, and as a joke, I fair warned the family. I'm like, guys, I'm wearing makeup. And he was like, okay, thanks for the warning, mummy. And Mike is like, oh, yes, thanks for the warning. Um, and my makeup looks good. Like, it was done professionally. It looked good. Um, and it's also uh, alarming for them in a way because they're not used to it. So it's me in, in makeup persona. And they're so funny because they're like, I don't know if I can look at you with your makeup on. So if your family can't be present with you while you're in costume, yeah, you know, I mean, they could learn to be. Um, but just check that because maybe your lover doesn't really want to be with the persona of makeup, uh, person with makeup on. Like my husband really, he was like, can you take off the makeup and then we can play? I'm like, okay, they can do that. So just check what works for your partner too because you don't always have to be um, somebody you're not. You don't have to tap into other aspects of you. Um, sometimes just being the laid-back you is the sexiest costume you could be wearing. So we're going to talk more about costumes, of course. We still have – we're at the halfway mark of the show, and we are uh, – you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices and Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melissa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? 
Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelissaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. You are on the episode where we're talking about costumes. That's pretty fun, right? So for um, those of you who have never thought of yourself as somebody who wears costumes, just check in. Like, are you wearing clothes today? Hmm. Are you wearing makeup today? Are you wearing something that is covering your body? Because all of that, all of that is a costume. All of the way that we dress, all of the way that we present ourselves in the world, all of the ways that we show up um, with coverings are all costumes. So whether you are wearing a dress or pajamas or underwear or makeup or shoes or rings, all of those are additions to your body which would constitute a costume. Now, I didn't go so far as to look up the true meaning of costume. I'm just talking to the energy of what I perceive on that. And so all of us are wearing a costume at all times. Now, if you look at your daily life and you look at what you wear on a daily basis, um, let's play with this concept of is the costume that you're wearing or is the costume that you're wearing um, today a costume that matches the energy of who you are? Now, how do you know if that's true or not, right? So you can ask you can ask your body, hey body, does this costume that I'm wearing today, do these clothes I'm wearing, this costume I'm wearing, does it match the energy of who I be? Now you might get like a feeling that you get lighter and lighter and lighter, like you're floating, you might get heavy, you might feel like you just popped into a a bubble, everybody's got a different response to this. So, and part of that is to practice that, practice checking on the energy. Now, I'm wondering how, if your costume isn't working, how do you change that? How, what do you go about doing so that you can have, either wear clothes or have the costume that matches who you be? And sometimes, like I was mentioning earlier, you might have a partner who is trying to entice you into costumes, and for you, it might not match the energy of who you be, or it might so deeply match the energy of who you be, um, but you are not willing to be that for that person. Things to just look at. If you're with somebody who is asking you to dress up or put on makeup or wear a certain costume or, you know, 
dress in the schoolgirl outfit, dress in the nurse's outfit. And if there's a part of you that's like, no, yes, um, you know, you might actually notice that the no might be that you are not willing to be vulnerable and bring that aspect of you into the relationship with that person. Now, if there's part of you, parts of you that you are hiding from your partner, um, you might want to examine that and see is this the relate is this relationship working for you? If there are aspects of you that you're not willing to show up as, there might be something going on for you to change so that you can show up as fully you. There might be stuff that you're aware of that you don't want to show up as true truly you, all of you, all aspects of you. Um, because maybe you don't want the relationship really. That's okay. It's just to start to acknowledge that. It's an interesting thing because it can bring up things and issues that maybe you didn't even really think would even um, show up with a conversation about costumes. You were just saying, well, this is just playtime, you know, and for kids, for the most of the part it is. But even with kids, when they're playing playtime, one might be like, I want to be the princess. No, I want to be the princess. There are aspects of themselves that they want to show up as and aspects they don't. It's like, I don't want to be the mummy this time. I want to be the baby. You know, they'll play these roles. And they're, even with kids, you will get resistance to different roles. And it's interesting because we can be everything and anything. Use it. What are the things and what are the roles, what are the costumes that if we wear them would bring us into an energy that we're not willing to be? So I look at all the aspects of the parts that you're actually rejecting, that you're like, no, I never want to be that. Let's explore all of those because it's those aspects that you would never want to dress up as the nurse for anybody. No way. Well, what is it about that? What is it about the nurse costume that has you so repulsed and turned off? You know, do you look after everybody every day of your life? Is there a caring uh, side of yourself that you know you could look after people, but you don't want to look after this particular person? So, you know, it's funny. These costumes will bring up issues. They'll bring up things that will actually bring more awareness to you if you choose that if you choose to explore what's really going on deep down. Because we, again, we can be anything. We can choose anything. You could wear any costume. You could show up any way you like. Uh, it's just a matter of what excites you, what turns you off. And both of those are valid. Um, both of those are valid things to look at. What excites you to wear? Now, just wearing leather boots up to your thighs uh, turn you on? Mm, yeah, what is it about those leather boots that turn you on so much? Um, and exploring that, like what does it do for your body? What does it do for your bank account? What does it do for your lover? What does it do for your sex life? What does it do for your body, your health, your money inflows? What do those boots do when your body is so turned on, electrified and excited? What does that invite into your life? So costumes can invite things into your life just as much as maybe wearing that nurse's outfit has you so repulsed and pissed off and annoyed. Now, that's something that maybe you're avoiding, an aspect of you that you're avoiding, that if you were to tap into it just for one second to explore it, just to be willing to be maybe that nurse for a minute, what if you were willing to be that? I wonder 
um, if there's something that that would invite into your life as well. It's those things that excite us and those things that repulse us. Those things that have the most charge are where we have the most um, points of view about whatever it is. Now, we can allow it to excite us, and then if we can drop all of our points of view, we can start to just be that more, be it, be it, be it, be it, and receive from it and receive from it, and then your body can just have that energy all the time. You you know, strangely wouldn't even need a costume to invite that in. You could just be it, choose it. But costumes are such a fun way to step into a new skin. When we're born in these bodies, we go from energetic beings that we jump in and we've stepped into a new skin. It's a costume. I'm wearing a costume. You're wearing a costume. Like I mentioned, if you're wearing clothes, you're wearing a costume. If you're wearing makeup, you're wearing a costume. But truly, if you've got a body, you're wearing a costume. Now, there are some people who, in disembodiment, who have come in with uh, body costumes that don't work for them. And, you know, so we have people who are saying that they came in with, like, girl body costumes, and they're like, this body costume doesn't work for me. I'd like to take it back to the store and have another body costume, please, um, because this body costume isn't doing it for me. If we really look at our skin as just something that we're wearing, it becomes less weird when you think, oh, well, that size that size just doesn't fit me. If you were to put on a sweater and it doesn't fit or if it's itchy or uncomfortable, you would take it off and you would change it. If your skin doesn't fit and it's weird and uncomfortable for you, you're going to want to change it. And luckily for us, we live in a day and age where that is actually possible. So what you know, what costume are you wearing that you didn't even know you were wearing? Friends, we're all wearing a costume. If you're listening to this call and you are embodied, you're wearing a costume. That's just the fact of it. So what what can we invite each other into by acknowledging the costumes that we are wearing, acknowledging that we are these infinite beings walking through life, wearing these body suits that we are identifying generally with a binary uh, binary sex code, either you're male or female. Um, and on this planet, we're generally binary, other than we do have that tertiary exciting one for hermaphrodites, which is so exciting that we have an increasing number of uh, hermaphrodites on the planet. So we're going from a binary um, sexual identification to like a tertiary sexual identification. So exciting to me because if that's possible, I wonder how many more, um, how many more gender identities do exist that we haven't even uncovered yet. For thousands of years, you know, we've basically lived with the binary, with the random, very random few um, hermaphroditic. Um, identities uh, that go even way back to Greek times. But those, were, those again, these bodies are all costumes that we wear. And so what would you like to do with this costume of yours? And how can it entice people and invite people to have more fun? And what, what kind of persona does your costume, your body costume, give you? If you think about it um, the way I was speaking to it earlier about if you put on your princess outfit like my daughter does and her persona changes. Now, if you just think about your body as this costume that you've put on, 
then how does wearing this body change your persona? Do you wake up in the morning and go, oh, my God, I can't stand this body costume. Oh, my God, this body costume is so awful. I just want to, like, just burn it. It's so bad. Um, and Or do you wake up and you're like, oh, my God, check out my body costume. This is, like, the sexiest thing I've ever had in my life. I just want to wear this body costume all day and show it off to the whole world. I wonder if I can make money showing off my body costume to the whole world. Isn't it gorgeous? Look how it sparkles. It's amazing. You know, so... Look at look at your body as if it is, you know, just for fun. I mean, it is your body, um, and it is the costume, basically, that you're wearing in this lifetime. Um, whether you agree with my perspective on that or not, I don't really give two toots. It's just my perspective. You don't have to agree with it. But how much fun can you have uh, perceiving it as this costume that you're wearing? It's your body suit. And if it is your body suit can just like wearing clothes in your closet and we've had um a few shows about this as well uh, you can approach your closet and go body what would you like to wear today body what would you you know what clothes would turn you on today well you've already got this bodysuit on and you can just go bodysuit what would turn you on today oh do you require clothes what's going on um and what size would fit you the most what size of bodysuit fits you the most um, because maybe you've been wearing like a size 5 bodysuit, but your bodysuit would actually like to be a size 10, and it would give you more comfort. Maybe you've been wearing a size 20 bodysuit, but your bodysuit is actually like, no, we'd actually like to go to the tailor and change that up. So we can ask for the energetic tailors to show up so that your bodysuit and costume works for you, so that when you're walking around in this amazing bodysuit slash costume, your body is excited to have it well that was a tangent i didn't even think i was going to go on Woo! well <laughs> we're heading to our third break so you are listening to the pleasure zone here on inspired choices network and we'll be right back after this commercial many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose what else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melissa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com.
This is The Pleasure Zone with Body Whisperer, Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelissaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Yelenich. Before we get back into the the end of the show, I just wanted to invite you guys to check out my website at milicajelenich.com. That's M-I-L-I-C-A-J-E-L-E-N-I-C.com. You can message me on there. There's a way that you can private message me. You can also join my mailing list. Um, I'm not an avid uh, sender out of mails, emails. Um, it's really random. It's when I feel inspired. Um, but, you know, if I had the requests, I would send more out. Um, I just feel like we get kind of overwhelmed by them. So I send them out maybe a few times a year. Um, maybe I'll do it more often if it's required. So um, I also want to let you know about a few programs that I do have available that are right now archived, but we'll be having more coming uh, in the future, likely in the fall. Uh, my sexual magicism class, which is a 21-day exploration of sex magic and the practice of magic and sex. So that will be returning this fall. Um, and, you know, for those of you who haven't been in it um, already, you might find that you thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy uh, 21 days of me um, videos and lots of fun tools. And for those of you um, who are completely afraid of it, Oh, I could send you a little taster. So let me know if you're interested in that. You can about having a taster of what would it be like to be in that crazy, awesome sexual magicism class. So I facilitate a lot of things um, like classes in different areas. So if that's something that's of interest to you, going to my website is one way to keep up to date with that. Finding me on social media to find out what's going on. Following me on Instagram is another way to do that. That's at Magical Melitza. Uh, on Instagram, and then just finding me on Facebook under Melita Jelinek. I'm the cute one. Um, and also joining the Pleasure Zone uh, on um, on uh, social, on um, Facebook is one another way to, to uh, connect with me. So the Pleasure Zone, I've been posting a lot of uh, the podcasts in there so that they're easy access for you guys. And um hope by the end of the year to have had all 226 posted for you. It's a lot of fun for me going back in and seeing who I've talked to, what I've, where I've gone, where I've been, and looking at um, the past almost five years, which I'll be celebrating five years this July of The Pleasure Zone. Um, it's a lot of fun. If you really love this show and you would like to contribute to it financially, I'm not averted to that. You're totally welcome to. You can always find a way with, to connect with me so that you can let me know how you would like to contribute, whether it's with um, being a guest, whether it's financially, whether it's having a commercial on the show. Any of those are awesome. Um, and listening is, you know what, one of my favorite ways for you to connect. It's so easy, simple, and free. Um, I love it, and I love it. And so we're just going to be wrapping up this show shortly. So for the um, for those of you who have 
uh, never explored costumes or you thought you never explored costumes. I wonder if this show has kind of changed your thoughts on that, being that you were born and have this body that is essentially like wearing a skin costume. Going from that all the way to gimp suits, we certainly have explored a lot of different ways um, to have costumes, to be with your partner um, in terms of inviting costumes into your play and checking out how that works for both of you. So if that's a conversation that you are looking for having with your partner and you don't really know how to say the words yet, it could just be fun to place that costume on your bed and just see if your partner notices, maybe as a guy, maybe you want to dress as a woman, and so you've placed a dress on the bed that's maybe not your wife's size, and she's like, hey, what's that for? Who's that? And you're like, hey, I'd like to wear that. Would you be, would that be fun for you, you know? Uh, you never know. I'm, I think that there's so many things that we avoid bringing up with people because we're afraid of the judgment, and I think there are some really, and I know there are some really easy ways to be the invitation to letting people know what we're interested in, being honoring of ourselves, our desires, and our body, and what our body would like to have. And what I do know is that having conversations, being the invitation, whether it's energetic or verbal, is um, certainly key to having people choosing it, because if you haven't invited them, how do they even know that that's something that you'd like or you're interested in? And, and just to know, too, if your partner's rejecting it, it doesn't always mean that they're trying to get out of a relationship with you, um, but just wanted to add that. Um, if they are rejecting it, there may be room for conversation about what that is, what's going on, and really being present with your partner when you're having these discussions so that they feel like they are included and it's not about the costumes and it's not about them being somebody else it's about them stepping into an aspect of them maybe that you perceive maybe an aspect of of uh, energy that you really enjoy like the nurse or the police officer or any of those things there's so many ways uh, to be an invitation to somebody that and doesn't have them want to run away and cry and feel like they're being rejected. So I know that you guys know this stuff. I know that you guys would love to practice this more. I just love giving you the tools and the tips. I am not sure what next week's show is going to be because I tend to do these on the fly, like really on the fly, which is fun. So I just want to invite all of you guys to have a wonderful week. Um, and check out all the rest of the podcast of The Pleasure Zone. Until next week, remember to stay tuned and turned on. Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Melissa Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body. <laughs>